Welcome to the First Day Podcast. Welcome. I'm your host, Pete Strout. Pete. <laughs> and I'm being joined today by a very special guest. Special guest. Miss Jenna Terry. What's up? Yeah. Hi. Hi. How are you? Good. Um, I don't want to take control immediately, but are you going to do all your plugs and stuff? or? Um, yeah. Um, check out Pete's Corner in firstdaypodcast.com. Go to the support the show page and you can find a plethora of ways that you can help us grow the show. And um, like us on Facebook and tweet at me at firstdaypodcast. Email the show at firstdaypodcast.gmail.com. That's it. So you're, you're now free to take... Okay. Take the reins. Good. I didn't. I didn't want to start talking, and then all of a sudden you were like, "Oh, we gotta, you know, plugs and stuff." Oh, that's that's fine. Just the basics. Yeah. You know. I do. I do want to give a shout out to a very special listener. Um, her name's okay. Elise Mullins, <clears throat> and she buys a lot of shit on Amazon all that the is, time. That is true. And she always clicks through your banners. So. That is true. She is single-handedly supporting this show from the other side of the country, so that's pretty cool. That is pretty. That is pretty sweet. I'm not gonna. <clears throat> I don't want to downplay uh, <laughs> the impact that Elise has to our <laughs> our revenue stream. To our, to our lives in general. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Um, I want to just take this moment to introduce the third member. Oh yeah. Of our little posse. Right. Somebody is a. Uh, Hanging out by my feet. Yeah. On the floor. She's off mic today. Yeah, you can't hear her probably, but yeah. I'll try not to talk to her. Unlike yeah. unlike one of the other episodes. Whenever whenever we record in Studio B, she she's there, man. She wants to be a part of it. Um if if any of you aren't aware, we're talking about our dog Charlie. And Studio B is from my house. And Charlie yes. makes her way into the studio every time we record over here. It never fails. It never fails that she will come jingling down the stairs and lay down. Scott and I were doing, we're like doing a couple one day, and I remember I went upstairs and you're just like watching TV. I was like, I'm gonna close this door. And you're like, oh, oh yeah, yeah. I didn't even. Yeah, she's been. <laughs> she's rolled down into the basement like seven times. Like she's definitely jingling around. Yeah. The podcast all over the place. I I honestly wasn't thinking about it, and then I would, and I think if I did, I would have just sort of brushed it off because it just makes it really authentic, you know. It breaks yeah. the fourth wall. Yeah. That, I'm giving you a hard time, but that's usually my thing on the podcast, too, is that I break the fourth wall all the time. Like, my... <laughs> Scott's Scott's really working hard. I'm going to give him a lot of credit, because he's really been working hard to sort of, like, polish it more. Yeah. And make it seem... Uh, semi-professional more produced yeah like yeah like two people that are learning a few things about like 
like broadcasting and podcasting, I guess. And I just, I've actually gotten better, I think, but most of the time I just ruin it. You you just add the the extra flavor. I guess. You're yeah. just spicing it up. Yeah. Keeping it real. <laughs> that is what I that is what I do best. <laughs> That's what I try to achieve in my day to day. So. Well, good for you. Thank you. Good for you. Thank you. Awkward silences, dead air. Is that something you would have said? Uh, it would have been. Yeah, it would have been. Okay, I, good. I've tried to cut that, cut that back. Well, you know, I feel like I can do whatever I want. Yeah. So. Yeah. You're my guest. This is. This is your show. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. I just, um, I don't know. I haven't podcasted for a while, so I feel a little rusty. Well, I just wanted to point out, because I just heard it in my headphones, one thing that this studio does have, a Studio A doesn't feature very much. Studio A is a very, like, coffee, hipster professional-type yeah. studio. There's always... Some type of drink with ice clinking whenever there's a recording mm. happening over here. Yeah. I like to do cocktails. I like to set Studio a little... Studio B is much more cocktails. I like to set a little more <laughs> uh, ambience and, uh, you know, just get people to, like, let loose. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. How long has that glass been sitting there? <laughs> this other one that yeah. looks exactly like the one that's holding my drink? Uh-huh. Uh, that may have been here the last time Scott and I recorded down here, which may have been about two or three weeks. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I was noticing, um, Studio B Mm -hmm. and sort of its, uh, atmosphere. Right. And, uh, you know, I think that, um, I think once... Our podcast network starts to expand, right. and maybe there's a little more of a female representative happening. I enjoy that you're all of a sudden part of this project. <laughs> I've been a part of Listen, You've I've been, been micromanaging part, this project since the beginning. I secretly have been micromanaging this since day one. Right. And Masterminding the whole thing. <laughs> exactly. And might I just, be a better way to put it. I think that... Um, Studio B might get a little uh, spruced up, maybe, the the more people we bring in it. I've been hoping for that since we, since we moved here. I mean, I'll be honest, I didn't want to sound like a turd when we moved and be like, so what's like one of the first things that you want to do? Well, I definitely would like to throw a new <laughs> coat of paint and like make the studio look really nice. I'm not, I'm not even talking about painting it i don't yeah i'm i, I just, just mean like maybe picking up the trash that's probably a good idea <laughs> and vacuuming the floor i know we were <laughs> we were so excited to make it sort of like uh like a plug and play console here we got everything set up just the way we like it and then we just never cleaned up after yeah ourselves. you don't want to move any of the twisty ties or anything that was holding the Stuff in its packaging. So the reason just, for that they're is... They're just scattered about. The reason for that is... Scott says they're vital to wrapping up microphone cords later. But if we never take it down... 
what are you cleaning up? I mean, you're no. more than welcome to keep them. I'm just saying they're like they two. They have to be in a central place. They're like two exposed nails sticking up on not the desk. Not around <laughs> on the tables. Yeah, and there's like trash on the floor. I, yeah, alright. I mean, I don't want to... I don't want to criticize Studio B too much because this is also my house. But right. Yeah. I don't. Uh, I don't spend a lot of time in this room, and I think you can tell. But I will say I've got this nice. Uh, that is beautiful. I've got a nice dry erase. It's gorgeous. Schedule board. Yeah. Right now, Scott and I are the only people that record down here. Yeah. Present company excluded. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm. I'm. I'm officially the most. Um. I've had the most returns to the show. You're the only two Pete. You're the yeah, only two Pete. Yeah, I'm have. the first two Pete. So yeah. I feel pretty good about that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. uh, so tell me about your day, dear. How was your day? Uh, well, <clears throat> I've been starting to tell people about my day by prefacing like the day before. <laughs> I've, I don't know if it's like just like a storytelling element or my days of been really like peaks and valleys or i'm i i can't tell you but anyway uh yesterday i had a great day oh that's wonderful I was, I was very i was feeling very motivated and there was a lot of a lot of kind of there was like a lot of kind of nothing going on like at the at the day job so it gave me a lot of opportunity to like Work on some writing that I've been putting off, and like. I'm just readjusting. Don't mind me. I know. Don't worry. <laughs> I'm not it. close enough to the microphone. <laughs> doing like, doing like a little little blogging and stuff, and just had like a cool day. Like, surprisingly, out of something that wouldn't have been. And then, today was just like death. I don't know. It was just. Really hard to just hunker down and do my work and, like, get through it. And just, uh, there was really, like, no, I couldn't get enough time, enough downtime to sort of, like, think about the things that I'm working on outside of work or to really focus on one thing at work. You know, I couldn't really focus myself on anything in particular. So then, once everything slowed down, like at the end of the day, the last hour, I was just so burned out on everything. I was like, fuck this. (laughs) Can't, I cannot spend any more time thinking about what's going on here. That place is so draining. It's not... It's not that anything you do is necessarily hard. There's just unrealistic expectations of things. And it makes it so difficult. Like, you're never accomplished. Well, yeah. I mean, there there is that. And I've, I'm sort of working around it. And, you know, I've gotten to a place where I feel like I'm getting more of, uh, more of my, I don't know, my drive, my creative spirit back and everything, but, I mean, there's only, there's only so much you can do when you're 
chained to a desk. You know what I mean? I do know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. It's... So you do what you can. You uh, tweet at Robert Downey Jr. on Twitter. <laughs> you just wait for someone just to favor your treats. <laughs> or My treats? Your treats. <laughs> or tweets. Everybody loves when people love their treats. Either one is fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, tweeting celebrities is cool. Uh, <laughs> That's how you get through your day. That is how I get through my day. I play, I play a lot of, um, oh, what's that game called? Candy Crush. <laughs> I play Candy Crush on the reg, and I Pinterest a lot, and... Uh, I think I text you a majority of the day, so... That's true. I'm thinking about getting rid of all games on my phone. What? Yeah. I don't even know who you are right now. I know. I know. It's pretty, it's pretty out there, right? That is not something I thought I would ever hear you say. Well, here's my thinking, right? So I'm learning to... I'm kind of learning. It's slow going so far, but I'm learning how to use JavaScript and learning to program and code Mm -hmm. because I have this idea for a video game and I don't really know where to send. Right. You don't want, don't give away your idea. Yeah. You know what I mean? Copyright Pete Straub. Yeah. Like it's kind of one of those things. I don't really know the ins and outs of that business i can sort of maybe kind of navigate like the literature publishing business but even then i'm definitely underrepresented legally so by that do you mean zero legal representation yeah that's what i meant by under (laughs) (laughs) under one (laughs) by under i mean literally no one represents me yeah well, less than or equal to zero people are interested <laughs> in my in my affairs. Yeah. Um, so how does that relate to you deleting the games off your phone? Because the reason why this sounds like such a big deal to me is you play those games a lot, a lot. A lot. and you have multiple games that you're involved in. Yeah. Involved in. I know. I know. Well. Um, Part of my part of my reason for you know those games was that uh, sometimes, not all the time, but some of the times when I'm on my own, I have a good amount of downtime, and you know I don't really reach out and talk to a lot of people during the day. That's not really a bad thing. No, it's not. I mean, having downtime is not a bad thing. And I'm realizing that now as I go on. And, like, you know, I'm relatively full-on addicted to video games. But I think I could probably get rid of the ones that I keep on my phone. I fully support this. Yeah. Because I can spend my time doing other things. I mean, I need to, I need to shake off the rust from writing, and I'm like trying to pass classes for my job, and I'm also trying to teach myself how to code. So, 
I just think I I don't need it. I don't want it. That is amazing. Yeah. Well, yeah. don't speak too soon. I still have them. Oh no, we're the we're <laughs> we're going upstairs we're doing right that. after this, and we're <laughs> deleting all of them. That is definitely happening. Jeez. Oh, I don't I don't know. I guess I was just thinking while not playing my games the other day. I was just thinking that um you know, if you don't if you're not completely happy with the place where you are, then you should see what you're doing and figure out what it is that's taking up a lot of your time that you don't need, you know. Yeah. And um I don't know because I'm not I'm not trying to like argue against this. Right. But you always presented your video games to me as a way to relax mm-hmm. and that that was very important for a couple of reasons. Right. And so it's really interesting to now hear you say that it's less of a way for you to relax but more of you just like like a useless time you know time sucker that you feel like is taking you away from other things yes and no the ones on my phone are a huge waste of time because that's what they are they're they're time wasters Like, that's what they're built to do. Like, you know, the reason they're free is because you can, like, pay the company that designs them money to speed up time, which is a waste of time. The the ones that I play the rest of the time, I do think that they're stress relievers, Mm -hmm. and I do think that they... I'm on board I'm on the board of saying that games serve more of a purpose than I think people give the people that don't play games give any credit for. I think um, the games that mostly draw me in are ones that have narrative substance and can be in some ways considered just literary from their dynamic storytelling standpoint. Are you talking about Bejeweled? <laughs> There's a story in Bejeweled. Also, you're, you're always on a mission on Bejeweled. That is true. You gotta, you gotta dig up that gold, right? Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm just, I'm cutting out the ones that I just don't feel like are, you know. I I love this. This is great. What else do you want to cut out of your life? Let's keep going. Carbs. No. Yeah, right. Yeah, Not right. after dinner. There's yeah, no yeah. way. We cut out we cut out gluten last month. I was ready to like saw my arm off and I put would, it between I, two slices of bread and eat it. I was legitimately Get in a bad mood. I know. It was hard. It was I'm tough around here. Yeah. With no gluten. And you know, and we still ate a lot of carbs. It was just like sometimes I just wanted some some bread or some pasta, like, I'm not really sure how people do it. I guess, I mean, I would assume that if you do it for longer than a month, you start to get used to it. I would also assume that if you're allergic, it probably 
wooden box. Right. So I meant much. more like carbs and not necessarily the gluten. I thought yeah, the yeah. gluten was fine. Yeah, I did too. If, you know, we just didn't really explore gluten-free bread because I think it looks gross. But. And it's, it's expensive. And it's like $8 a loaf. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Ridiculous. I mean, all right. It's goddamn ridiculous. Yeah. We're not going to get into our, <laughs> to our grocery shopping What we eat. Routine. I know. But, I mean, I don't know. I think, um, I think already I've been trying to, like, cut back on, I don't know if this is, like, a positive or negative or what, but I've been trying to cut back on, like, my, my news intake because I just, I feel like I've, I just get, like, flooded with, I don't know news information really whatever yeah i feel like i'm the opposite i feel like i could go like if i really wanted to i could easily go i mean this week if it wasn't for facebook i would have like no idea that there was like ebola happening and i listen to the news like all day no i can't do it i mean i like to listen to npr sometimes but i can only listen to like this girl's gone missing, right. and this person died of this disease, and here's what's happening in the Middle East, and this is why the European, you know, economy is crashing, and like, yeah. and I, I don't need that. I gotta right. worry about paying bills, and right. you know, I, I worry enough about social things, Right. I don't need to take on everything else. Well, you know me, I'm so sensitive, and I've been noticing that, like... You know, I have a decent amount of just regular run-of-the-mill stress in my life. And I don't know if, if I mean, you don't seem as up on the news as I am, but stuff is out of control right now, and it's, like, stressing me out. Well, but here's my point. Is I it's think never not out of control, though. Exactly. Yeah. As I feel like things are never not out of control. It's just a matter of the access we have to the information now. Yeah, man. I don't want to know, like, hour-by-hour updates of everything. No. But I'm... No. You know, I'm... I guess what I'm saying is, like, I'm working on sort of cutting out... Uh... Just stimulus for... Stimuli... Stimuli for stimuluses is yeah for stimuluses is sake yeah you know I mean like I I'm trying to I talked to I started telling um, talking about this with Scott the last time we recorded but like just unplugging I don't want to talk about it if you've been talking about it Scott <laughs> <laughs> just unplugging more like um, yeah that's why I don't bring my phone with me when we go upstairs and go to bed. I never have my phone with me. I've been doing essentially the opposite. I've been um, leaving it on the charger in the morning when I go downstairs and do my do my morning stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe, you know, it's maybe in a practical same. sense, though, that's good because maybe one of us should have a phone in case something were to happen in the middle of the night and no one could get a hold of us. Sure, yeah. So, that makes sense. So, FYI to our family and friends, if you ever need to get a hold of us <laughs> past 10 p.m., you better text Pete because I most likely don't have my right. phone on me. Yeah. So, yeah. 
and family and friends is about eighty percent of our listener base. Oh yeah, it'll be. It's actually the, probably the really best good, way to get messages really good out. Information. Really good. <laughs> if we ever need to tell all of our family and friends something at the same time, probably doing a podcast would be the best idea. Yeah. Um, although we can't guarantee that they'll all download it at the same time, but it's worth a shot. We, I, I can tweet it out. Yeah. That gets people. Because most of your Twitter followers are listeners, family and friends. It takes time, man. Just, it takes time. I'm, I know that sounded probably like I was making fun of you, and I was. Right. But I also <laughs> was being supportive <laughs> underneath that. Yeah. It's okay. Our I dog, understand it. Our dog is being incredibly cute. Yeah, she is. She is. I probably shouldn't talk about visual things on a podcast, but well, she's just you also white left it. And you also fluffy. left it pretty vague too. Yeah, so she's it's just. Like, her dog's being cute right now, so people got, don't even know what they're missing. She's got freckles on her nose, and she's just laying here next to me while we podcast because she doesn't like to be away from us. Yeah, that's it's true. Cute. That is true. I know, it's, the big thing, the last time, it was Scott. That's the problem. Scott can't say no to her. I know. Jumps in his lap. He's like, whatever. He's like, you're cute. I love dogs. Yeah. So. I know. When it's us, she she lives here. She's tired of. (laughs) She's not as impressed. She's tired of seeking our attention. Exactly. She knows she can get it from her Uncle Scott, so. Yeah, yeah. So, anyway. I don't know. That's that's where I'm at. Just unplug more. Yeah. You gotta get... I mean, you gotta get rid of some of the stuff. Like, I was... I was trying to... I was trying to work out this... This, um, thought I was having earlier. But I... I don't know. I couldn't figure it out. And, um... But I, I wanted to say, I wanted to say something along the lines of like, are we, are we overstimulated or understimulated? Because, I mean, if you're like me, I feel like I'm always... Like, hungry for some type of, I don't know, update, information, whatever. I don't know. Whatever the next step of said process is. So that leads me to believe initially that I'm not getting enough. But, you know, if it's, like, news and stuff, you can only you can only have as much as what comes out at said time, you know? So... Then we overstimulate ourselves by watching a 24-hour news cycle or listening to the radio all the time. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, I think we're definitely overstimulated. Right. I mean, there's the fact that you have to purposefully avoid it would suggest... That is true. ...that we're overstimulated, and you can... You can get it, I mean, you can be doing something else and getting alerts on your phone from CNN about, you know, beheadings or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. Actually, um, <laughs> that reminds me of a story. <laughs> right. 
funny story. Funny about story. That <laughs> when I was at the center the other day, and I was working with this woman, I was observing her, you know, yeah. and um, you have the way it sort of works is that you you have downtime because. You know, the student is working on something. If they're working on it quietly, you're not necessarily, like, listening to them read or whatever. You're just sort of waiting for them to get done. It's a really funny visual of, like, kids working on stuff at workbooks, and you're just, like, flicking cards at them. Like, playing <laughs> cards like they're hats. Just, like... Trying to land it in your shirt. <laughs> Don't move, Billy. <laughs> Don't move. All right. Well... And, and so, I'm just, like, standing there with this woman, and, and you use the time to... Um, you know, fill out the paperwork and work on their binder and stuff, but she, like, has her phone in her pocket, and we're just, like, making small talk about whatever, you know, she is, like, a substitute teacher, and, you know, just talking about she was gonna go apple picking, you know, just, like, making small talk, Yeah. and then she pulls out her phone, and she's like, oh, it looks like Isis just beheaded another person. Come on. And I'm like, this is now the topic of conversation? We're going, we're jumping straight to ISIS? Complete gear change. Yeah. It was, I was just like, and then what do you say to that? Right. Oh, man. That's pretty, That's much, pretty much what yeah, I was saying. Yeah, I pretty much was just like, whoa. Whoa. Yeah. She was like, yeah. And it was, and it was yeah, somebody, whoa. it was an American. And I was like, That's that's even worse. Patriotism, man. Yeah, I was like, shoot. That's, that's lame. Yeah. Like, how do you... And then we go back to talking about apple picking? Right. You gotta you gotta get back. Yeah. You gotta get back. I felt super awkward for a minute. Pumpkin patch. Just start naming Just like... zucchini bread. <laughs> Wasabi seeds. Bobbing for apple. Apple pie. Um, shoot an arrow in an apple. <laughs> um, apple cider. Yeah. <laughs> Just all the things you can do. Yeah. I like that. Okay. I sh- next time I'll know. The next time somebody brings up a beheading, I'll just start like naming things: Various apple fruits. crisp, yeah. apple dumplings, mm-hmm. apple butter. That sounds good. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for that because I'm pretty sure I wouldn't have known how to handle that situation from now on, but I feel comfortable. I never. I. Mm, no. no. You are. The most delightfully awkward person that I get to be around. Hey, thank you. It, thank you. It, while it sometimes will anger me, it also brings me great joy. Okay. So, I... Do you, you want to no, go into that a little more? That's all I was going to say. I have no idea what you're talking <laughs> about, actually. Well, like, for example, you don't ask the... Maybe the pre-questions that I would ask in situations. No. And so sometimes then we're not as well informed about something as I would like. Right. And then to see you then have to deal with that situation because I always step back. Yeah. If I think it's like your fault. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, you do. And I just let you flounder in the wind. That's true. And then sometimes, I mean, I save you sometimes, but. Yeah. Or you, like, I send you out, and you come back, and it's not what I wanted. Yeah. And I give you a pep talk, and I send you back out again. <laughs> send you back out, yeah. <laughs> That's true. I just... I'm glad you think this through. <laughs> I just think it's... It's just so... It's just really 
funny sometimes to watch someone feels awkward in a situation that you may not feel awkward in. Yeah. But to just, like, watch the awkwardness unfold in front of you. Well. And, I mean, you don't, like, run away from people or anything. I just, like, <laughs> I, I think I notice. I think That's I think nice. even, I think even most of the time people wouldn't even notice except I no, I mean, I live with you, right. but I've lived with you for years. You know me well. Like, I can, I, I know your, like, nuances and your faces, and so I can see it in your body language or just, like, the pauses you take or whatever that you feel uncomfortable. You know what I find really difficult? Um, I, I don't think I do this, uh, either I don't do it intentionally or I just don't think I do it as much anymore but it still makes me feel weird this way but um i will say something to someone expecting a certain response yes i kind of don't ask a lot of questions yes. this is like something i'm working on i don't i think i need to be more curious about other people and less self or just self-involved yeah. maybe just a little more proactive yeah. with stuff yeah yeah because yeah. i think like Sometimes you just, like you said, you ask a question and you assume you know the answer. And yeah. sometimes you don't even ask the question because you assume that you know. Right. And you don't, you don't maybe like verify or like double check in the same situations where I might. Yeah. And so it's just, you know, it's fun to watch you sort of. Well. Squirm a little. Here's, here's, what hap- here's what happens. In a good way. Here's what happens. I'll be talking to whoever, and I'll expect answer A, B, or C, right? And they give me answer X. Because they're human beings. Like, right. human beings aren't predictable, nor should they be. As much as we study them. Forget about it. Human beings are okay. not predictable. Like, whatever. I should be okay with that. I'm... I'm 27. Like, I should understand that people do this, you know? But whenever they give me a different response than what I had chambered to respond to, I just kind of, I'm like, I freeze up. I'm just like, uh, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah. Your go-to is to just agree. Yeah, mm-hmm. I do. I agree to things Mm -hmm. because I think people can tell that I have like a deer in the headlights kind of look on right now. Yeah. And they're like, so that's cool with you? I'm like, yeah. And that's when you usually give me a pep talk like, that's not cool with you. (laughs) Hey, Pete. Hey. I noticed that it's actually not cool with you. I, I know that you would have rather said no to whatever, whatever it is, (laughs) you know? I know. So. But I think that um, I'm much more likely to feel awkward if you're not there. Right. Because if you are there, for some reason. I'm the perfect I, buffer. I, you're, you are the perfect buffer, and I never feel uncomfortable. And I, I, I suck up will just walk right up to energy. people and say whatever I want if you're standing there. Yeah. While I stand there. Looking like I'm lost and scared. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like today, you'll be proud of me. So I was sitting at a stoplight. And it's one of those where I was in the left turn lane. And then there were two other lanes. Yeah. And I can and I look over to my right. 
and there's like an older woman sitting in her car and I think she was eating she looked like she was chewing something and then on the other side of her there was this car of just like teenage hooligans and they had their window your down <laughs> yes they had their window down and they were they were like I could tell that they were like yelling at this woman or like antagonizing her and I could see them they were like looking at her they had, and there was no reason to have the window down it was cold and they were just like I don't I couldn't hear what they were saying but it was just one of those things where like I looked and I could just I just knew that they were being assholes and so I turn around and I and I mouthed it like I didn't scream it or anything but I was just like stop being such assholes and they must have just, like, seen me in that moment because then they turned their attention to me. This is all, like, in a span of 30 seconds. Okay. So then they turn their attention to me and they start, like, honking and flipping me off. And I'm just like, I don't even, this, are you trying to, like, offend me? Like, because I called you assholes? That's exactly, I mean, they were just, they just looked like entitled pricks. Sure. Just, like, teenage douchebags. Sure. And I was just like, why are you yelling at this woman? She's just She was eating. I I don't even know. In like the car? and she was ignoring them, which good for her. Yeah. Hi, Rude. Yeah. Then I just call <laughs> then I then I go deep below and call yeah. them assholes. You dip into the valley. <laughs> but I mean I just I don't know. I'm just like, who do you like I know you're probably seventeen and you just got out of school and it's Friday and you're like feeling good because you and your friends are going to go, like, steal a six-pack of beer and, like, go drink it, like, on the football field. I don't know. I think you think it's... I I think it's cute that you think that high schoolers can do any of that... any of those things. I don't know what you did in high school, but... Not steal. No, I didn't steal. But I don't know. I was just like... I just want to be like... Like, I have these fantasies. Like, you know how people have, like, violent fantasies? Sure. All of my fantasies when it comes to driving (laughs) involve me just, like, politely knocking on somebody's window and saying, Excuse me, do you realize that you're driving way above the speed limit? I was just curious about why you thought that would be safe for you and the other drivers on the road. Like, that's all I want. I've done that. I know. I know. You're big and bad. No. It was it was a different time in my life. I know. I was I was seeping I was seeping confidence. And testosterone. Yeah, it was just it was resonating from my pores. But gross. I can't do it now. Oh my god. First off I'm terrified that I would get shot. No matter I where don't know I am. What may <laughs> Because I just feel like somebody's going to pull a gun on me. I don't know. I'm I'm sure it's related to watching too much SVU. Probably. Like, Criminal Minds, Dexter. Definitely. Bones. Maybe, all of those crime shows maybe that I we love. Should, maybe we should watch a show that has less severe... Every one of those shows involves murder. Sons of Anarchy. Every single one. Justified. Murder happens, like, almost every episode. <laughs> and does it on Top Chef. See, that's true. That is true. So here, it goes in, like, it goes in two different directions, right? I feel like 
a good amount of the time. I'm pretty desensitized to, like, murder and violence and stuff. You... I'm coming yes. back, though. You're definitely desensitized. Yeah. Um, but you are completely sensitive to it, and I feel like that's the opposite... There, there's only two reactions to watching those kinds of shows all the time. <laughs> I'm the... I'm the polar... I'm the, um... Pole where the North Pole. Sure, I'm the North Pole where it doesn't matter to me at all. I'm like, whoa, that's crazy. Gonna do whatever now. You're the South Pole, who's just like, that's crazy. That's definitely happening to me <laughs> at, at some point in the next week. I mean, and the thing is, is like statistically, I know. That I am much more likely to be murdered by somebody that I know than a stranger. Great. And I get that. And I, you know, I understand that I sit in demographics for certain crimes and not for others. And I know this statistically as a sociologist, but I just can't help but think... All right. ...that it's going to happen. All right. I mean, sometimes I even get scared when I'm at home by myself and you're not here. There was, there was something when you moved to Columbus that I remember you, your mom said, and you like made fun of her for saying it, and I didn't, I just, I just laughed it off, I just laughed, because, but there's a whole list of things I know, that my mother I, said that. I will <laughs> never remember what it was, but it was like, aren't you nervous that, you know, who knows? You could get shot. Well, like, what do you think? I do all remember the time? one time when she said it. It must have. It was just last winter when we, or maybe no, it was earlier this summer. Or whatever. Remember when we were at the park with Charlie? Yeah. And those people had their dog off the leash, and yeah. the dog came at Charlie, and yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah. "You need to put your fucking dog on a leash." Right. And my mom was like, "How can you say that to people in a park? Aren't you afraid you're going to get shot?" Yeah. <laughs> like I don't know what kind of lawless <laughs> dystopia. You think Columbus is? I mean, don't get me wrong. I, there are people, people like this. Ev- there are people like people this everywhere. Can conceal and carry in the state of Ohio? You have they no idea. They can conceal and carry almost anywhere. Yeah. It's it's not. I'm just saying. Like it was so funny to me because, not to mention, don't they get time off in Hillsboro for hunting? For deer season. Yeah. Yeah. So. Those are How guns. How is that related? Those are guns. Violence against people and violence against deers. Not the same thing. Well, I mean, I don't know if this goes Are you with... trying to point out that people have guns? Yeah. Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah. Yeah. I just think that there's this, there was this <laughs> perception by your mom before you moved here that all of the violence in Columbus was completely senseless and random. <laughs> Just like, I went into the gas station to buy a pack of cigarettes and the cashier shot me. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Did you say anything to him? No. It's completely random. Yeah, but I will say I've always, since as long as I can remember, I've always had these sort of irrational fears about things. Yeah. Like, I remember when I was a kid, sometimes I would worry... 
I can't even believe I'm going to say this. It's so ridiculous. Share it. <laughs> Sometimes I would worry that Indians, like Native Americans, okay. were going to capture me, and they don't even... They have no reason to do insane. anything like it's that anymore. It's completely insane. <laughs> and I just thought that, like... Especially for what? Like, you... You're not I don't some, know, like a ransom, not, like or, some member of like some political family. I or said, I said it was irrational. You're not Jenna Bush Hager. <laughs> I said it was irrational. If anyone should have that fear, honestly, it's Jenna Bush Hager or Chelsea Clinton. No, I'm sure they have detail. Well, yeah, but they're not political, but they're closely tied to someone political. Yeah. I mean. Maybe not so much Well, that's what happened on the West Wing. Martin Sheen's daughter got kidnapped. See? So. Point made I understand. I never said that I thought it was a real threat. I just said, I mean, this is when I was a little kid. And I probably saw some movie where they captured some white girl. And I was like, this could happen to me because I live in the woods. (laughs) (laughs) At least you keep it equal. You know, at least you're not... (laughs) Solely hating on the city where we live. <laughs> no, I I like it here. Good, good. I like it here. Well, she likes it here, you guys. End of podcast. Yeah, thanks for tuning in um, to First Day Podcast. Tweet at me on Twitter at First Day Podcast. I've been really getting into it. Um, I'm not <laughs> bragging. Just saying. <laughs> he doesn't want to say it, but two of our favorite comedians have oh, recently... I'll, I'll happily say it. Listen, <laughs> if you are fans of The Crab Feast or fans of Your Mom's House... Fuck The Crab Feast five stars. Thank you. Or fans of Your mom, your Mom's House, Christina Pajitsky and Ryan Sickler both favorited my tweet, but... To be fair, I specifically was complimenting them specifically in my tweet. So why wouldn't they favorite it? You know what I mean? I know. But, and you're also complimenting Christina's new show, That's Deep Bro. Yeah, yeah. Which is really good, by the way. Free plugs for other podcasts, I know. apparently. All these podcasts that just have hundreds of thousands <sighs> of like fans, but it's fine. What if, I mean, Share I don't know. the love. Maybe it'll work if I plug my own uh, upcoming podcasts that don't even exist yet. I think you should just leave it at that. Alright. Well. It's just a little teaser. Yeah, yeah, That There are some things in the works. There are things on the horizon. Yeah. Alright. We're getting bigger and better and expanding, so check us out <laughs> on firstdaypodcast.com pod, first slash First Day Podcast Productions. Check out Pete's Corner if you want to hear all about Pete's ideas and his thoughts, click through the Amazon banner. Help support the show. Thank you, Elise Mullins. Always clicking through the banner. You can straight up just send us money if you want. Yeah. Send us your emails. Firstdaypodcast at gmail.com. Like us on Facebook and Instagram, Pinterest, and Twitter. <laughs> You're killing me, man. You're so funny. You got you. You hit all of it, and I'm I appreciate and I'm very proud of that. I just really, I really, really like your use of we. It's my it's my favorite part of what you you're doing act now. like. Just because I don't sit down here 
and record the actual podcast that I'm not a part of it. But I'm pretty sure that I feed you guys and I provide you with nourishment before and after podcasts. That's that is true. That and is true. while I refuse to clean the studio, it'll probably start happening soon if I'm gonna be down here. And right. I just think that I I listen to every show. I I'm I subscribe on iTunes. I download everything. Yeah. Yeah. I'm your number one fan. You are the we. I I am the we of First Day Podcast. Right. It goes Pete, <laughs> Jenna, <laughs> Scott. <laughs> oh man, can't wait till I send him this. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's not gonna hey, listen man, to it. Hey man, check your Dropbox. <laughs> he's not gonna listen to it. He might hear this. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it. Thank you, everybody. Thanks, everybody. Subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes or Stitcher. And uh, I forgot Stitcher. My bad. Android users. <laughs> Stitcher. All right. We're out. <laughs>